to join us. We're on his streets right now. We he are. Is, he is Mr. Lower Heart, really. Oh, Mr. Wainui as well. In fact, when I started playing at Nine Eye Crickets, um, I met Ken. Yeah, he came and had a look at the indoor facility there. I'm sure he doesn't remember it. No, he won't. I do. You, I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He is the legend that is Ken Laban from Sky Sport. Ken, great to hear your voice, my friend. How are you doing? G'day, Ken. Yeah, no, very good. Very good. Thanks, Grant. Yep, very nice to be on your show, Daniel. It's good to hear from you. You keeping out of mischief? I'm not, well, mate, I'm talking to you live and exclusive from the tighter nipple clubs. <laughs> yeah. Our Lady of the Rosaries is just about to play, <laughs> I think, Sacred Heart in the year eight nipple. So the, it's the battle of the Catholics. My granddaughter is a wing attack. So I feel closer to heaven already. What, what, yeah. uh, you know, what player would she model herself on? Um, looking at her now, probably not a netball. Looking at her, you want to know? Maybe she might be a Laura. She might be a Laura Langman. Who knows? Oh, who knows? Yeah. Great save there, Granddad. Great save. Yeah. Has, have the nails exactly. been filed back? Have those weapons yeah. been trimmed back on the hands? Yeah, all of that, yeah. Yeah, Papa, can I get ice cream after? Yeah, sure, dear. Yeah. Yeah. All, all of that. What's the, what's the score, Ken? Do you, even, do you even know what the score is? He doesn't care. He no. doesn't care, no, right, does he? I mean, did I get, is there three-point goals? No, there's not, is there? No, there's no line on there. Yeah. No. Ken, yeah. let's get to the game tonight. In a lot of ways, it's the game this competition deserves, right? They are the two best teams, no question. Yes, they are. Um, and in some ways, it's uh, it's another defining moment for the history of the competition as well. You know, the, probably, the uh, well, in my view, the greatest super rugby coach, the greatest franchise, uh, the greatest number 10 uh, that's, played, that's played super rugby, leading them to their seventh consecutive uh, final and up against the uh, Chiefs. And bearing in mind that, you know, we all take what we want out of stats, but I think it's like 64% of teams that win the Super Rugby title um, have the best attack at the end of the regular season. And uh, that's the Chiefs um, this year. The Crusaders are second um, in attack. So in terms of, um, you know, what the stats tell us historically and the, and the recent form that both teams bring in, um, to the competition, sets up a fascinating final for tonight. I don't know what to make of a 50-point win in the semi-final by the Crusaders last week. Um, is that a triumph or a tragedy leading into a final today? Uh, tonight, should I say, versus the Chiefs, who um, had to scrap um, tooth and nail to get there uh, in the end, so they had the tougher road in terms of competition and physicality to make the um, final tonight. So Certainly contrasting performances in the semi, but uh, I agree 100%, mate. The two best teams uh, and the two best coaches uh, in the final tonight. So, Ken, you've got the, the two best teams going head-to-head, two best coaches going head-to-head. What do you see as a, a, a decent head-to-head to watch on the field? Would it be Damien McKenzie and, and Moanga? Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, Richie probably hasn't got, in my view... Um, hasn't got the recognition that he's deserved for the quality yeah. um, of his achievements over the last seven seasons. He's had to play very much in the shadow of um, Bowden and Damien in terms of our comparisons and then Daniel towards 
the end. You know, and he's as you know, he's an enormous uh, manner and figure over uh, over our game. But you don't succeed at Super Rugby level without a world class number ten um, just to make the final and just to win it. But for him, you know, um, six finals, six championship medals with a potential to win uh, the seventh. In my view, he's the best number ten I've ever seen in the professional game. Um, wow. Richie Moonga and Damien McKenzie, obviously. From next year, Damien will be the new number 10 um, for the All Blacks. Uh, so that's a triumph and a tragedy as well, uh, Grant, in my view. You know, I would have thought, and I know that Scott Robertson have a very strong view on it, but I thought for the sake of the All Blacks that Richie and Daniel, they would be a fantastic 2-10, 1-10, combination for the All Blacks. But, of course, Richie's headed to Japan. Mm, interesting. Sam Kane plays the 150th game for the Chiefs tonight. This happens to be um, a Super Rugby final as well. This guy was criticised so heavily last year. I, I thought a lot of it was unfair as well. He was down on form last year. I, I don't think anyone um, will argue otherwise. His response in 2023, uh, sorry, Ken, how do you judge it? Oh, he's been fantastic uh, the last couple of uh, the last couple of seasons. You will get no greater endorsement. Of, um, of Sam Kane as a player, as an all-black and as a captain than what the senior players have said publicly um, about him and about his leadership. And we all know that the leadership group in the all-blacks has enormous influence um, over the big decisions um, that are made and uh, they're a part of all of those big um, decisions of when they all, when they all came out um, and publicly endorsed Sam as a player and as a captain. You know, that was enough to convince me that you know, what we hear and read in the media is not always true. Uh, Ken, is this, a, is this a great opportunity and platform for Super Rugby, which has taken a lot of flack in the last, oh, it feels like last month or so, people are talking about rugby losing its glitz and glamour and, and shine. Isn't this a great platform for two teams where I feel there's a lot of interest in this game because no one knows who they can pick uh, for a winner, but... The sort of game that we want is we want an entertaining one tonight, don't we? Yeah, there is. And it's an interesting point you raised, Grant, about Super Rugby um, and the, and the loss of uh, the loss of interest. I'm not sure how comfortable I feel that you know three of the teams that made the top eight lost more games that they won um, and yes. still made and still made the playoffs. And in a 12 team comp with a top eight, it's a 66 percent chance of making the playoffs. And to be honest. Had the South African franchise has been in Super Rugby, none of those three teams would have been in the playoffs. So I think the big challenge for Super Rugby, if they want to build interest, uh, they want to build intensity, and they want to see a more tougher, more uncompromising competition between the top teams, then uh, the South Africans, Australians, and New Zealand um, administrators need to sit in a room, close the door, and work out a plan that will bring the South African teams back in the competition. Because in my view, that's the biggest thing that the competition needs to lift its profile, its interest, and, of course, the energy that used to come out of that competition. And I think the highest priority for Super Rugby is to get the South African teams back in it next year. Seems unlikely, though, doesn't it, Ken? They they seem quite comfortable playing in the North. Well, you know, that's why we paid them the big bucks, though, isn't it, Daniel, to, you know, come up with bold, innovative (laughs) and creative ways to grow the game. You know, we don't, at at the moment, as Grant has alluded to, you know, all the negativity over the last month, um, and a lot of that is because of their kind of same old, same old um, uh, uh, through to the playoffs again. New Zealand have dominated. It's been one way 
one-way traffic, so to speak. You know, so you know, if, if they, if the current administrators can't do it, then we need some new administration. Mm, well said, Ken. The battle of the coaches, fascinating one. Robertson, we we all know what he's achieved. Um, Clayton McMillan, hey, you know, I'm a car carrying member of his fan club. You know, started him, you know, good Bay boy, but saw the light came to Maris St. Pat's and Wellington. Uh, got his Spurs moved on. So I'm call, calling it the future All Blacks coach up against the future future All Blacks coach. So it's just another little uh, subplot to this game. Yeah, Clayton McMillan, mate, he'll be the first Māori to coach the All Blacks. No, I don't. Of that, I don't have any question. Um, and I know you've, you know, I know there's a close affiliation and huge support um, for Clayton <laughs> and those of us, those of us that know him well. Um, yeah. And I put myself in that category as well. Are well aware of his um, of his detail um, and his level and quality of planning. Uh, the people that he surrounds himself with, the culture that exists uh, within the team, uh, and of course the way that they play. And bearing in mind. He walked into that Chiefs organisation when they were a train wreck. They were 0-8 when, um, when he walked in um, to the team. And essentially, with the same group, he's been able to turn them around. And out of that, been a number of new All Blacks, um, a winning record three consecutive years. And, um, and now they're in the Super Rugby Pacific uh, final. I think he's absolutely going to be coach of the year in 2023, Clayton McMillan, regardless of the result. Um, tonight, I think he's done a fantastic job, and as you say, he, he is a future All Black coach, Clayton McMillan. Okay, Ken, with all your experience, many games that you've watched, real feel for the outcome. How's this game going to play out? What do you think? Well, mate, you'll have to ask someone smarter than me, but you know, history <laughs> says it's going to be history says it's going to be the Crusaders. Uh, form, but you know, form says it's going to be the Chiefs. Uh, I'm not smart enough to decide which one it's going to be. Um, either way, it, it's going to be a magnificent, an absolutely magnificent achievement for whichever organisation wins tonight. Lastly, Ken, how's Timapara Langman Laban performing at wing attack? Um, not too bad if they're feeding. Not too bad. I, I, I could probably teach you a thing or two what you could do with your elbows, but otherwise it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> and, and feeding too. <laughs> and feeding right. at the buffet. All right, fella. Right. Great, to, right, great to have you on the show, Ken. And we'll Thanks, catch up Ken. with you again real soon, I hope. Take it easy. Yeah, my pleasure. Anytime, boys. Cheers. Ken Laven joining us live from the netball courts, watching his <laughs> granddaughter in action. You can you can see why he almost became a politician. Danced around that prediction question quite perfectly, Did, didn't he? Uh, yeah, magnificent. Sort of left you on the, the edge of your seat, going, "I still don't know who's going to win." And then, that's why it's a dollar ninety-two. And then threw an elbow. <laughs> then threw an elbow.